right. I'm here with Kelsey. How do you say mule? I, I don't want to. <laughs> it's mole. Like it mole. rhymes with dull. <laughs> mole and dull. So I'm here with Casey. Can you like introduce yourself, you know, for everyone listening, just kind of a background of who you are? Um, so I guess Brandon found me through Instagram, but, um, yeah, I'm super into fitness. It didn't start until, um, probably like August. Um, I went through the whole, like, I went through a lot of disordered eating. Um, I never was formally diagnosed and never got that bad. Um, but I just started reading stuff online and seeing all these girls that, looked super good and they were eating so much. <laughs> I was being so restrictive, eating like a thousand calories and it just wasn't fun. I was in a bad mood all the time. I had some like health issues really bad. Um, it's like a cardio bunny. I didn't know what I was doing. So anyway, um, I like put myself through a reverse, um, which was I really didn't know what I was doing then either, but it was better than what I was doing before. Um, and I started picking up weights around August. Um, so I did that up until like December. And then I started getting kind of scared to like eat more. And I just, I don't know. I did a lot of like isolation exercises rather than like compound lifts. And um, obviously you're not going to see as much progress just doing that. Um, so then I saw work. Kindle, Kindle Strample, um, Fears to Fit, had um, a coaching application up, and that was like, I just was swiping through her story, and it was like, swipe up to apply, so I did, and so I've been working with her since, like, January, and um, seen a lot of progress there, but as far as school goes, um, I'm studying nutrition, I want to be a registered dietitian, and um, Pretty sure I want to focus on eating disorders, possibly go to grad school. So, yeah. <laughs> so how do you think that's going to go? I mean, like, is it like, like why nutrition was just because of this disorder that you had? Like just you personally having this kind of feeling like you want to help people just like what you went through? Um, yeah. So I started out in nursing um, and I was like in the program and everything. Um so the summer before, last summer, before my junior year, I was just like, we were about to start clinicals that following year. And I was like, I don't think I want to do this. Like, I wasn't passionate about it. I kind of just did it because you're told to pick a major at 18. And like, I didn't know. Uh, so, yeah. So I was like, I don't think I want to do this. And that was when I like, just started thinking about like, reversing and I had just started like reading articles and things like that um so I was like you know like let's go for nutrition and then like now I mean I'm not really deep into the nutrition courses now because I'm behind from switching um but uh I feel like I'm honest I don't want to be like snooty but I feel like I've honestly like learned a lot just teaching myself through the internet like I read like case studies and then I obviously like have an Instagram part of that community and everything like that. So, um, so yeah, I guess the eating disorder thing was literally like two months ago where I decided I wanted to do that. And I picked up a psychology minor. Um, but yeah, so I guess it is to help people that doesn't, that didn't really answer your question, but <laughs> not at <laughs> yeah, all. But, but, I, I just uh, feel like a lot of, um, a lot of RDs that specialize in eating disorders and work at those clinics aren't very understanding of those girls situations and I don't want to say it's just girls because it's not but um yeah I know like I talked to Kendall about um hers when like she went through her eating disorder and um she hated her dietitian more than anything <laughs> like I don't want to be like that you know like I mean I know there's like um like laws and standards but you can learn, you can get to know the person and understand it better if you've been through it, you know? Yeah. I totally see where you're kind of coming from. Yeah. Her story crazy. Like I've never seen someone like that. I was like, Oh my God. So like, how did this go? Blah, blah, blah. She tells me the whole thing. And it's just like a roller coaster. I've never been on it. Like, like every, like the past year that she's been through to now, I'm like, what has just happened? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. 
Yeah, we like finally met in person at the Arnold and mm-hmm. um she was like um she was telling us she got like a W2 from McDonald's. So I was uh-huh. like, what? Like <laughs> you worked at McDonald's a year ago. That's crazy. But that's that's so so crazy. So like w- like nutrition, you said you you read case studies for fun. Is that like a thing? Yes, do? I do. <laughs> so, like, w- what made you want to like read case studies? Like, nobody really does that on their own. Like, you know, well, I, um, them, but I don't read case studies. Oh <laughs> uh, well, I'm starting. Um, I started doing undergrad research a few months ago, and I'm working with a grad student who. Um, her thesis is like the correlation between personality and eating disorders. So I kind of started like getting into the whole like research thing that way, you know? Um, so I guess I just enjoy it. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm just a weirdo, but yeah, I think it's a cool way to learn. Like nutrition is such a new up and coming study. Like there's so much we don't know. And so I think it's cool to, read the studies and yeah, yeah so how do you kind of go through that because anytime i've read maybe like one or two studies and i don't know what i'm reading and it's like <laughs> it's like oh okay that's interesting i don't know what that means but okay <laughs> do i need more b12 or do i not like there's no, like i'm like i don't know what i do you know so to yeah. me those case studies like you know i've talked to so many registered dietitians they all kind of they're too smart for their own good this is the problem like there's using <laughs> words that i don't understand like i just i just like oh so you know i know macros i know i know the basics and i know how to kind of like function your body and all that stuff but like when it comes to these specific things like do i need b12 or this and that or you know adding all these supplements and doing all these things i'm like i have no idea what you're talking about like are eggs good or bad? Just like, <laughs> it's so hard for me to, and they're like, it's not good or bad. I'm like, what do you mean? So it's okay. Average and moderate. Like what? Like I need, I need definitions. And it's like so hard for them to like talk to a normal person that doesn't know anything. You know? No, I understand because I think that's why so many people don't want to eat healthy or like even like go into bodybuilding or something like that because they it's not simple and we don't really have a way to put it into simple terms yet I think we try but it's still not like I can tell you what to do but you're probably not going to do it unless you know why if it's like if I try to tell you why you might not understand without going into like really going really deeply into it like a deep explanation so yeah, I get what you're saying because it's nothing is just like good or bad. Like I know I used to have like when when I didn't when I I don't know I guess when I wanted to be like skinny, <laughs> I just um, I had this like imaginary list in my head of like good and bad foods, and I think most people who go through any kind of disordered eating have that like fear foods and stuff. Um, and it's just it's just it, it becomes so. I remember, like, I literally used to get on Google and be like, what is contributing to my stomach fat? Like, Google that. And obviously, the first thing that comes up is, like, cosmopolitan or something like that. And you're like, oh, like, this is a reliable source. And, like, I didn't know any better then, you know? And it's like, don't eat bread. And you're like, okay. Well, like, why can't I eat oatmeal and not bread? Like, they're carbs, you know? So... I don't know. I think macros and flexible dieting definitely can help people with all of that. But um, I think it's hard to explain the importance of getting in your micronutrients, you know, your fruits and vegetables too. Because if you follow just a, if it fits your macros approach, a lot of people wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Yeah. a lot of things fit my macros and they're delicious. So <laughs> yeah, same, same. <laughs> so it's like to me like i like just so many philosophies like someone tells me fasting another person tells me you need to do this diet or that diet paleo uh, vegan you need to go vegan like like they tell me all these things and i'm like i don't know any of these i don't know what you're talking about like it's so hard for me to like just stick to that like i think macros are good i think 
if it depends what your goal is, like that's the problem for me. Like, am I, if you want to lose weight, just be calorie deficient. That's simple, easy thing. Cause I don't want to explain. But that. then you come to people. Yeah. Who, but then you come to people who are at, who need to lose weight, but they're at such a low so, intake, you know? So they have a it's so, shit it's, metabolism. It's so terrible. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what to tell you. And like, even if you go to an RD and the problem is there's not enough RDs, they're expensive. Like a normal person can't be like, I want to go to an RD, you know, they'll be like, uh, I can't afford that. You know, like there's all these like barriers from people who want to get healthy. I mean, nowadays, like there's so many options. Like I think like people offer guides, people offer this, people offer that. So they have a lot more ways to kind of figure it out, but they have to figure it out on their own. I think a lot of people want to be guided. A lot of people need to be guided. It's like the, one thing that I noticed, like everyone needs to be coached in whatever they do. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. I think that's why coaching and online coaching is becoming so popular too. Um, I know like I would never not want to have a coach now that I do. (laughs) Like I don't ever want to not have one. Like maybe when I'm like 50, but like not anytime soon. So I don't know. It definitely does help to have a guide. Um, But I think as far as like the RD thing goes, I think a big, issue especially I notice in the Instagram community there's kind of like a health community and then there's like a separate fitness community and like if you want to post pictures of your food like that's cool if you want to post selfies and workouts that's cool but like I mean I'm probably more of a fitness profile but I do want to kind of try at least in my career to like mesh those two because they're both they're both equally important and I think a lot of, I talked to a lot of people just like in my major who um, they're like, oh, you lift weights? Like you like bodybuild? Like, do you want to compete? Like, that's so unhealthy. Like, and I, I kind of do want to compete like within the next year or so when I put on more mass, but um, it's not unhealthy if you do it the right way. You know, if you get, you get your intake up high enough before you start to prep, then it's not going to be unhealthy. Like, and if you reverse properly afterwards, like it's all going to be fine, you know? And, um, I just think, I just think there's a lot of misconceptions and miscommunication between those two kind of worlds. So, yeah. Yeah. I totally get that because like you kind of do want to do, I mean, everyone wants to do it safely, but the problem is also people want to do it fast. Like, like people don't want to, especially with preps, like, you know, there's really short preps. Like I'm like six weeks. Are you crazy? Are you, are you trying to like, like, you know, you, what are you doing? Like uh, for me, I come from mixed martial arts. So it's like, you know, people losing 30, 40 pounds in a span of four or five weeks, you know, it's like, what, what are you doing? Like, you know, this is not going to go good for you, but they just want the advantage of doing a very short camp and then just going right in. And being yeah. like, I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win because I'm a bigger guy. You know, there's like these all these thoughts and ideas of like, you know, what really matters. And and I think it's like, well, you probably should start like ten, maybe twelve weeks out. And they're like, nope, I'm not doing that. It's too long. That's like <laughs> on this strict protocol. I'd rather be on it for four weeks and it'd be over. Um, of course, most of it's water weight, but like that's really bad being dehydrated like that. But um. If you take it a little slower, you know, <laughs> a little slower. Some people are like, you're saying 12 weeks. Are you crazy? Like that's, that's almost like a quarter of a year or whatever it is. Like that, that's way too long to, you know, three months. Are you crazy? Like when they think of it like that, but I'm like, if you just do this, it's much more safe. You won't die at the end or you won't feel like shit. <laughs> like it's like simple math and it's kind of hard. Yeah. Uh, to explain stuff like that and I don't know and then even when I get bad information because I you know I'm I'm reading off the internet so it's like who's right and it's like um should I talk to this person or that person and someone tells me this and someone tells me that um some people are better than others at this and that and special the specialized people like oh I specialize in this and I'm like okay yeah I'll talk to that person because they know what to talk about but it's like, I don't know, like there's too much stuff out there and there's not enough, like 
we're it's like nutrition's at like its infancy. Like there's very little I mean, there's a lot of information, but there's very little that we actually know in the like grand mm-hmm. scheme of things. Like you talk about physics or some science like that. We know a lot. We can do all this crazy stuff. Like, you know, we can send rockets into space and they come down. Like, we got that figured out. We just need to make it lower costing. The problem with nutrition is we don't know anything. We think we know a lot of things, but then, you know, when I was a kid, it was like milk, this and that. Like, you had that food pyramid uh, in school. Yeah. And I was with I was the desert all, at the top. Yeah. <laughs> I was all about that food pyramid. It was like, it was kind of vegetable. It was kind of, it was like one fourth, right? And it's like, okay, but this shouldn't be there. You should take that out. This is not healthy for you all the time. What about people lactose intolerant? Like all, all these things come up and you're like, this is not a good pyramid. And I think the school system is a really big problem, especially in America. Like, Oh, for sure. I look at that. I'm like, this is an atrocity. I used to eat that chicken that's six weeks old or something like when I was a kid. <laughs> like I have no idea what's going on here. So to me, it's like, I feel bad. And then I see people in Asia or some foreign country. I'm like, Oh my God, that looks delicious. That looks nutritious. It's like, I think that's a big problem with, you know, being in America. It's like, we don't teach that. Like, especially at a young age, like if I knew what I knew now when I was like, you know, 13 or 14 or something, like I would be so much better, like physically, mentally, like it would just kind of, the knowledge of it all would get to me easier, but nobody teaches that. So you know, even health class, I had a health class. It wasn't health class. It was just like, you go in there, you, you kind of maybe learn CPR, maybe learn that. And then you're done. Like to me, it was like, I didn't learn about nutrition. And it was like, that is like 80% of like the most important part. Oh, I would say mindset's also important to get that nutrition in order. But like, it is like a big part of your body and like your state of mind, it affects your moods. It does all these things. So to me is like, why well, did not teach this? Like they don't teach, they don't teach finances. They don't teach this. Like it's a huge problem that I think like some RD, like when you become an RD, it's like, I have this crazy idea of like people like RD should make like this online university where it has like hundreds of thousands of nutrition things and like people could just learn like it's just like i don't know something like that but you (laughs) You just mean where like all the quality information is like in one place or something yeah because i mean if you look at it like there's not really qual i mean it's all scattered that's the problem Mm -hmm. like flexible dyings over there flexible and i'm googling like i have to google like people are less likely to learn something if you have to go through six steps and also people are like of course tech we were talking about technology we are technology literate so it's like <laughs> we're like oh, oh do i click this button do i click that button like i don't know where to go so <laughs> if someone just you know you know um rd university or something something crazy like that and you know there's the top dietitians like six or seven dietitians work on this plan this program out, like have it all laid out, have different sections for different things and all this other stuff. I think it would be so helpful for people. Yeah, for sure. It definitely would. Um, I know even talking about unreliable information, I know even like on Instagram every day I see stuff, normally not people I follow, but like I'll go through Mike's war page and I'm just like, Oh my gosh. Sometimes I'll even like report stuff. I'm like, this is wrong. (laughs) This is wrong. Like I'll see this crazy, like weight loss stuff and it'll, you know, it'll have pictures of girls and I'm like, Oh, I know. Like they lift weights. Like I can tell by their body that they lift weights and like the captions, like eat 1200 calories a day, no carbs. Like what? No, that's not how they look like that. You know? So I don't know. I also know there's, I've came across so many profiles that have nutritionist in their bio and I'm like, that's not a thing. Like you're basically saying you're a nutrition enthusiast. Like that's not, you have no certification. Like what, what are you, why that, that makes me mad, especially when they're giving out false information that, that frustrates me a lot. 
Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I hear they're cracking down on that stuff. Like, I don't know, the fitness or health industry is really cracking down, like nutritionists, because I've seen them all the time. I'm like, are you a nutritionist? What do you mean by that? Are you an RD or like, like what what kind of nutrition? I'll have a nutrition specialty certification. Where from? Like, it, it's like you know. I don't know where you got this nutritionist. Are you just like a hobbyist or something? Like, I like I'm a nutritionist. If you want to say that to me, like, I, yeah, me, me too. Come to me <laughs> now. I'm a nutritionist because I'm gonna put that on my profile or whatever. And it's like to me, it's like that's not. It doesn't make sense. Like, why would you do that? I think it's just kind of like people want to be. I mean, everyone wants to be something, so they're like. What do I call myself? A nutritionist. Yes. Well, you can't <laughs> say that because you're not really a nutritionist. Yeah. Just because you read I, a lot and maybe you know a little bit, but you don't know enough to tell someone what to do. That's the problem because you you can ruin lives like that. Like I would never do that. Yeah. And the thing is, is like people like you and me can look at that and be like, oh, I know like that doesn't really mean anything. Them saying they're a nutritionist, but other people do ordinary people who are super in nutrition probably wouldn't know that like I had an uber driver Friday um and he was like asking me what my major was and I said nutrition and he was like oh do you want to be a nutritionist I was like I want to be a registered dietitian but like you know like to him that's probably the same thing like he doesn't he probably doesn't even know you know so um yeah you gotta you gotta be careful with the information I think that's a really big um issue with people wanting to follow certain diets and things because they just don't want to because the information is so here and there like it's not consistent everywhere um and you really just if you're gonna get on and like read studies um if instead of consulting someone then you you really have to focus on obviously the most reliable and the most recent because I know like in my nutrition course right now, um, um, she, my teacher, like she just taught this course like a year ago and we'll go through slides and stuff. And she's like, Oh, this isn't accurate anymore. Like, because that's how quickly things change and standards change. Like, so I think it's sometimes I'm like skeptical about even giving advice. Cause I'm like, oh, I don't know if this is healthy, but like if I've seen it work for people and I've read that it works for people multiple times, especially if it's worked for me, then like I'll obviously tell them that. So, um, you know, I always, like, it's, it's like you always have to put this at the end, like um, this might work for you, this might or might not work for you. Like that's why I always say yeah, and, yeah, and that's another problem, like is the – the part of it that's so individualized. Like I know that's why I love having a coach. Cause I can send in check-ins every week. She can be like, you know, it's an outside perspective. She's like, this is like, Oh, you put on fat. Oh, you did that. And like, we'll talk about like why, <laughs> and like, maybe it was me, but like, maybe we just need to change up my training or my macros or, you know, so, um, so it's a really, it's really strange to see like, um, I don't know. It's, it just is very individualized and I think it's hard to give people advice, especially people who want a certain physique or a certain body. You almost have to get a coach. If it's just weight loss, it might be simpler than that. But even then, I think it's just, I think the best advice you can give is just finding a diet that works for you, um, that you can stick to. Um, whether that be flexible dieting or whatever, um, and that you're getting you're getting in micronutrients, I think you should always emphasize that because I know some days some days I could hit my macros and literally just eat like Lenny and Larry's cookies, and I could probably be really happy, but I'd probably feel like ass at the end of the day, and like you know, so um, there's a lot of factors, and I guess that's why it's hard to stick to. I think that's also why I respect people who bodybuild so much and that I wanted to get into that because um, it's such a slow process, but the results are so much bigger than quick fixes. So, um, so yeah. 
that was kind of on a tangent, but <laughs> yeah, quick fixes. Everyone wants the quick fix. Like I look at it like, um, I don't know. It's I hate giving advice, but the problem is like, who do I go to? Do I, like do I have to text? And I mean, I, I know a lot of RDs, but like, yeah, the response time of them giving me a response for this person is like, yeah, twenty four or thirty hours. They want everyone wants information now. So if someone comes up to me and says, "Oh, what should I do? I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to run faster. Do this." I'm like, "So what are you doing? What are you eating?" Like, you know, it's like. It's like there's not enough people to teach this stuff. Like nobody's and not not enough people. And even if there is enough people, there's not enough quality people. It's like mm-hmm. good and bad teachers. It's like like uh, I had some terrible teachers, but I also had awesome teachers, like awesome professors, awesome this. Like it's to me, it's like kind of figuring out who was the good one, who was the bad one. Who, like I know a couple of professors I learned absolutely zero from zero. I yeah. I looked at the test. I figured it out. That is not how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a guiding method. Like, oh, what do you do here? Blah, blah, blah. Here, you know? So to me, it was like, it's like, that is, you know, it feels like I wasted my time with that. But like, it's like, to me, it's like, that's not how someone should learn. Like someone should be like in inside. Of course, there's not enough people one-on-one, but like, like you should have some type of personalized thing. I don't know. It's so hard to tell people what to do i hate telling people what to do because <laughs> like i don't know what to do myself you know like they look at me no like, i know <laughs> you're like oh like you're fit or you're, you're you're not like you know this and that like they want to do this there and then sometimes it just comes down to genetics like in the few rare cases i'm like bro that's just genetics and they're like what dude like i don't understand what you're talking about genetics yeah dude you can't do that like it's just physically not possible for you and they're like but i want to be like exactly like that i'm like it doesn't work like that you know there's slight <laughs> variations i'm like he's like i don't he's like no i can do it you know if i just lift 20 dumbbells every day i'll be like that like i'm like it's not gonna work your body's different you have you know mm-hmm. everyone wants the specific abs the v cut i'm like you're not a v cut you can just tell like it's just it's just like these things that people want it's not physically possible at the moment like everyone can build glutes i always so you can build your glutes it doesn't matter who you are whether you're a man woman child it's just like this is like you can do this can you build this and that yes kind of to an extent but you can't build it like some people do and also then you go into the steroids thing i'm like he's on steroids can't you tell like it's just <laughs> like i'm like he's on something he's taking something like to assist him in that, you know, way. Like he's not clean. Like I'm like, like you can just tell sometimes. And I'm like, you know, but you know, it's I sometimes I'm off, sometimes I'm right. I say about 80% of the time I'm right, but like, you know, <laughs> like when I was a kid, I knew I knew Lance Armstrong was on something. I was like, this dude is crazy. He has to be on something. And I was probably like five or six. I'm like, what does he like? I was looking at him like, why is he so fast? You know, like a little kid, like he's not that he's too strong he's too fast like how does he do this and you know you find out that the top 24 of those people who ran that race are all doped up on epo and you're like just looking at it like oh yeah that makes sense and then you look at bodybuilding <laughs> bodybuilding is like you know half of those you know a lot of supplements you go into like a gnc i say half of those supplements are tainted with something that would be classified as a steroid by a doping agency like half literally half but that's why they put them in there because it works mm-hmm. to an extent of course you know i'm always one of those people like you don't need supplements so don't let's not talk about supplements right now we'll do that later like that'll be like <laughs> once you get to this certain point we can talk about supplements because it's a dirty mess i don't know what you should take or should not and if you're an athlete i have no idea what your sports i mean there there must be a list if there's like you know you're in soccer or something like, you know, this and that, like, it it just depends. It's like such a tough road to navigate. So I look around, I'm like, who do I, who do I talk to about this? I need someone to talk to. I don't know who. Yeah. I think, I don't think supplements, I would never say supplements are necessary unless you can't reach like a certain daily intake in 
mm-hmm. your food. Um, but but I will say, like, there are a lot of ones that definitely will enhance your performance and enhance your results um, that aren't bad for you, that are natural, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I know I take, like, I take creatine and glutamine and then, like, I'll do protein just to hit my intake because it's hard for me to hit my intake and just food. Um, and then I'll do pre because I'm, I, I like caffeine. So yeah. Um, but I think, I think that's all I take. I take fish oil and probiotics for digestion, but yeah. 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 I think it's good to have supplements. I don't think it's so necessary. Like if you can't, cause supplements Honestly, the supplement industry is so expensive. Like, if you don't have, like, you know, $50 on, I mean, people buy protein powder. Like, this is a typical thing. Like, I'm going to buy protein powder because I don't give enough protein. I'm like, I'll probably get it from your food, but whatever, you know? And I'm like, that's 50 bucks, 60 bucks for, like, you know, this big jar. And maybe if you use it, like, yeah. every day or every day or, like, however much you use it, like, it's not going to work. It's, it's, you're, you can, it's, you're going to, the amount of money you're spending should just be spent on food rather than spent on supplements. And then we could talk about supplements. If you're doing something like bodybuilding or this and that, or, you know, trying to run a triathlete, like all these other things, like, and it also depends on the sport of what you take. It's like, to me, it's like, I don't know the entire science, but like, I'm like, and then some, there's always a new supplement, extreme sports, extreme, this extreme. That. I'm like, Oh dude, I'm dying of extreme right now. Like, like of course you got whey, you got this, you got like you got these new vegan protein powders. I'm like, you know, na- names of the companies change. I'm like, wasn't this you know this and that blah blah. Now it's this you know, it's like so hard to do that. And I'm like, it's like, oh, I don't know what what you should take. Like, there's so many. Like, what's the best brand? I've not tried these all, so I can't say personally. Like usually I go with personal experience and then I'm like, it worked for me. If it doesn't work for you, then stop, just stop. But then they're like, it's like to me, how do I figure this out? Cause I don't know anything. I'm like, I don't want, I have to call someone and be like, Hey man, do you know what this means? Like, what is this on the, the back of this thing? Like we're trying to figure this out. And he tells me and I'm like, okay, I got it. You know? And it's like, to me, I don't want to be that I'm always that middle ground guy, you know, like between the personal, cause they don't want a personal trainer. You know, it's like, it's like a therapist. Like you really want a therapist? <laughs> like people don't want a therapist. Like people don't like talking to people like that. So I, like, I know, I know I would be very offended if someone's like, you got to go see a therapist. Like I'd be so <laughs> like, it's an offensive thing to say to someone. And I think it's <laughs> like, you need to see a, a registered dietitian. And they're like, I know I do, but, that's why I have you because you're my friend. <laughs> I don't have to go make a meet some doctor or this and that. Like they have this bad perception of RDs and this and that, or, you know, all these people. So I don't know. What's your thoughts? I don't know. A lot of stuff <laughs> um, as far as, as far as supplements go, um, I, th- I think there are a lot of scams out there, especially with like the whole BCAAs thing. Um, you know, if you're getting, you're getting your protein from the correct sources you're gonna get all those amino acids like on your own um so i think that that's a that's a big (laughs) scam the only reason i know a lot of them have recovery complexes in them um so that could be a good reason to take it but um because i know i know recovery (laughs) supplements can be very beneficial if you are lifting heavy because some days like I just can't, I don't want to get out of bed. And like, obviously I have things to do and I have to get out of bed, <laughs> but I'm so sore. Like it, you know, so, um, so things like that, if you're doing really strenuous activity, I think that those can help that way. But like, like I said, not all of them have that recovery aspect in it. And there's just, there's recovery supplements outside of that that are probably going to be cheaper than BCAAs, um, and have more of those recovery, um, the recovery aspects in them. Um, so yeah, I definitely think there's scams, but um, I don't know. I was going to say something else, but I forgot. <laughs> I, I get so many thoughts going when you're talking and then I'm like, ah, oh, 
Oh but, yeah, because um, I'm I'm very scatterbrained. Like people always tell me that. Like, why you talk about that and go to that? Like, it just leads to you know ra- the rabbit hole. I always call it because it's like, yeah, you talk about supplements, then you get down to like athletes, then you get down to this and that. Like to me, it's like it never ends, and it's like I just want this to end sometimes. <laughs> like I just want to know the truth from the fiction, from you know lying. Yeah. Like I was watching. What's that? It was, a, it was some documentary about being vegan and like meat's gonna kill you. <laughs> I was like, oh. Oh, I th- is it on Netflix? I think I might know what you're talking about. Yes, yes. It was like, well, I think it was called What the Heck or No, What the Hell. Well, it, it's like What the Food or something. No, I know what you're talking about. I watched that, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. Like, literally for five minutes, I was like, I'm gonna yeah. die. I'm gonna die. Oh, no, man. I'm gonna lose 20 years of my life. Like, and then I was like, Oh wait, I don't know if this is true, but it's so convincing. Like someone, can tell, yeah. Like when someone talks really cool and collected and has data that might not necessarily be correct data, or might be, you know, people. You know, I always talk about experiments, and people are like, "Science, woo!" Like is that <laughs> wizardry? I'm like, well, it's not wizardry. Like, I if I want to run a test or run an experiment until I get the result I want. I can do that, but it's not going to be correct because it's not unbiased and all this other stuff. And they're like, but you got it the way you wanted it, the way I wanted it. I made it into mine. Like people always do experiments like that and collect data. So it benefits their idea. Like people don't get that. Like if I want to promote, you know, macros, I'm going to get data that supports macros. If I want to get data that supports eating kale every day i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna find and get the data that i want i'm gonna exclude everything that doesn't that refutes me like like you know oh it doesn't matter that kale gives you this and that or does that like to me it's like everyone's trying to figure out what to take yet they don't know they don't know that people are just biased like i'm biased like (laughs) i like we're becoming friends here. It's like this kind of weird relationship. Like we're probably hundreds of thousands of miles away. And it's like, this is weird, you know? And it's like, we're explaining stuff to people and trying to get people to move. And I just don't know what to say sometimes. I'm like, <laughs> talk to her, talk to him, talk to that. And then it's just like me pointing at people. I'm like, cause I don't know. The, the industry is very biased. Um, I know like just, I think people don't realize that there's fads in like the health and fitness industry, just like there are in like clothes or like just any trend. Like it, sometimes it's not that great and it's just blown out of proportion because people talk about it a lot. Um, I know like my dad, this was like a few months ago, my dad called me and he was like talking to me about how he's, not going to eat GMOs anymore. And I was like, do you, <laughs> do you even know what that is? And he like, and he didn't even know what GMOs stood for. He just had literally heard that they were going to ruin his life. So he said he was going to cut out GMOs and he was going to eat all organic. And I was like, well, um, you know, you really only need to eat organic if you're going to like, um, be, you know, like an apple, if you're going to bite into an apple, like you should probably get it organic. But like, as far as like something that you're going to peel, like a banana, like, doesn't really need to be organic. You're probably wasting your money. Like, um, so I think he, um, yeah. And a lot of like misconceptions about preservatives and things like that. And I think that's a big problem area because we don't, we don't know all the, um, harmful effects, if any of those. Um, I know like I've recently been dealing with some, digestion issues um and so I'm tr- been trying to just like go through it myself and figure out okay what's irritating me you know um what foods or what like ingredients in these foods are irritating me I know like artificial sweeteners and like sugar alcohols are a big thing for me and they usually are for most people um especially I think a lot of people in the fitness industry realize that because they're uh, first of all a lot of pre-workouts have that and then a lot of like um, you know, just like diet energy drinks and stuff like that. They're, they obviously have to have 
a sugar substitute to taste good and be low in sugar. So, um, yeah, but that's a, that's a big thing. And, you know, I think that's because our bodies weren't meant to digest those artificial things, but at the same time, you know, you're like, okay, well, if my body wasn't meant to digest this, then like, it probably can't be that good for me, you know, but like, then again, that's something that we're not totally sure of yet. Um, So I I don't know, that's another reason why I promote and love flexible dieting, because I think that, um, you know, you can have those things in moderation. um, And it's probably not going to irritate you if the rest of what you're eating is um, whole foods, you know, vegetables, whole grains, um, you know, lean protein. Um, so, so I don't know. Um, yeah, it's just, it's hard to decipher all the information out there. And, um, I don't know. I, that's why I promote flexible dieting. I had a teacher the other day. Um, she was saying, she was talking about macronutrients and she was like, yeah, a lot of people, um, track their macronutrients now. And like, I just think that seems very tedious and like, she was almost saying it was restrictive. And I was just like, well, that's not, that might be true for you, but that's not necessarily true for everyone. Because I know for me personally, like mac- counting macros is what got me out of being restrictive. You know, it's what showed me that like, hey, I don't have to like cut all these certain foods out and then end up binging, you know, like I can follow this and not feel like I'm depriving myself all the time, you know. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going off on more tangents, uh, but it's fun. <laughs> more and more tangents. I think I don't know what I think sometimes. I'm like, I want to help everybody, but I can't, and like it's, it's so hard because I mean, all the information's out there that's possibly known. So, Google, look, read. Read someone who says the opposite. Read someone who says the same. Like, just keep reading, keep looking, keep searching. Find people, find other people that find people. And then <laughs> it's like, it's kind of how you figure it out. Or they're like, oh, that sounds, yeah. that sounds like you know, people don't want to do that. And like, I just, I think there needs to be a way to have someone like a one place, one stop shop. I don't know. I'm over. I don't yeah, know why. No, I agree. It's so hard for me to. I think the biggest thing too is that like people don't people know that maybe like okay these like magazine articles probably aren't the most reliable source but they're the quickest and the easiest to read you know and I think that's an important rule to go by with anything in this industry is that like if you're going the easy way out or the quick fix or the quickest option like you're probably not you're probably not going to yield the best results, you know, whether that be, you know, you're trying to lose weight really quick or you say you want to get shredded, but like you haven't taken time to put on any masks, like, um, or yeah, just, or yeah, like I know people, I've had people complain to me, like people that I know in person about like how my captions are too long sometimes. And I'm like, you know, but like, you're probably going to get more out of reading that one caption than just like reading my two sentences and scrolling by. Like I don't always read people's long captions on my feed. Sometimes I don't have time, but like if I do, I'm going to read it, you know, like, cause it's probably going to benefit me more than me just scrolling through double tapping, looking at pictures, you know? Um, so I think the, the long way is usually the best way um, being more patient and it'll teach you more. Um, I think, we need to slow down and enjoy the process more because it's really cool. And you know what you're doing. Smell the sunshine and the rainbows. That's what I always say, but people don't, like <laughs> they don't like smelling stuff. They don't like stopping. It's like, go, go, go left, right, left, right. You know, it's like, keep running, keep going, keep moving, keep chasing. Like, it's like this weird human thing. It's like, you got to keep going. You got to stop. You can't stop. You can't stop. You got to move. You got to move. What are you doing? Like, there's all these questions that pop up. Like the first thing you ask a kid is what do you want to be? Like he doesn't know what he's talking about. He doesn't know. He knows like three jobs. He knows like 
maybe a police officer, maybe a fireman, maybe an astronaut. Like, there's these, like, and, like, I didn't know I could be a registered dietitian. Like, (laughs) I barely, I don't think I knew about that. Like, that was a thing till, like, maybe four or five years ago. Like, yeah. So, like, you expect someone else to know that that thing exists or that job exists. Like, to me, it's like, like, if, like, there's so many things that we don't know that, like, exist, and we're like, oh, I didn't know that was a real thing you could do. You can play video games and make money. Like, it just doesn't make sense to some people. Like, yeah. <laughs> Playing YouTube to my, to my dad is, like, so hard. Like, he just, like, watch YouTube, you know? And it's a YouTuber. Which, who's that YouTuber? Like, what? Like, I, and he's, like, you know, I think we saw some YouTuber and I was like, oh, that's, uh, what's his name? And I said his name. And then he was like, who's that? Oh, YouTuber. What does that mean? You know? He's like asking all these questions. I'm like, oh, he teaches like this and that on YouTube. He does all these videos. And I'm like, he's like, what do you mean? Like explaining, and explaining like social media. Like my dad has Facebook, but like, it's like looking at it like, oh, he has Facebook, but he doesn't know what he's doing. He's like pressing stuff and just liking stuff. And he doesn't know what it any of it means but he just likes me <laughs> like to me it's like this like weird kind of time and place where like not everybody knows how to use social media not everybody knows how to like people always like everyone's on social media i'm like well not everybody there's seven billion people on this planet about maybe 1.5 have it or on some type of social media that is one eighth one tenth whatever it is of the world not really a, a, a like we're not there yet like we're not at a place mm-hmm. where like everybody has access to everything so to me it's like <laughs> it's all it's still word word by mouth like people say oh he's a good person i like that person he's he's funny blah 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 he you know it's like these things just pass off and like you know it's so interesting uh, I, another thing i wanted to get on before, i don't know why i went on a tangent but that <laughs> i want to talk about recovery like this is like I'm I'm so open minded on recovery. Like I did cupping a couple weeks ago. You know what that is? Yes, I do. I used to um I used to keep time for like the swim team, like do the backup timing thing. Oh. Um so yeah, they all had those things on their back. <laughs> oh man, I, I was like, what is it's it felt weird. It felt cool, I think. I'm like I don't want to say cool, but it felt like I don't know, maybe it's the placebo effect or whatever. It was just like, oh yeah, it's taking out the venom from inside me. This toxic. <laughs> like I just, yeah, because I heard all of them say that. That's what they were telling me like the whole time, taking out the toxins. I'm like, oh yes, you're taking out the toxins. Like it was just like me going along with it, and I was like, it actually helped. And I was like, I think it was a placebo effect, but I don't know. And neither, <laughs> there's no real good science in this. And then, but for me, like cryotherapy helps. Um, what else helps? There's just uh, um, I don't know what this machine is called. Maybe you do. It's like you put your legs in it, and it's like it acts like a pump. Like when you put the, you know how doctors put the thing around your arm and check your yeah. blood But there's this thing for your legs. You put it's like a full body suit. You put it in there, and then you press this button. Of course, it's electronic, so then it just pumps it, and it's like it's supposed to get rid of the lactic acid. I don't know. You know, the problem is like with these brochures and all these things. It's like it does this, it does that, and you know, like I didn't know saunas. There was like barely any research on saunas. Like if that actually benefited you, and there's a lot of like blogs and articles, but it's just like maybe a couple case studies. But like I don't I don't read case studies, so maybe you can look that up. But I was just like <laughs> looking at all this stuff. I was like, oh, this is crazy cupping, you know, acupuncture, ch- chiropractors. I don't think chiropractors are real. People are like, what? It helped me so much. I'm like, oh, that's that's total BS. You know, a massage, a sports massage helps you so much better than this and that. And they're like, yeah, chiropractors. Like the the only benefit of a chiropractor is that they're massaging you at some point. That they're doing, yeah. massage, massage therapist does, or a sports massage therapist does. To me, it's like that's not real. That's not you know. What you're gonna shift my bone and do that one? Like it doesn't make sense to me. Or the electronic stuff, like some of that works. I mean, I think it like 
I think it does something. It, I don't know what it does, but like, there's all these recovery methods. Like, you know, you know, I, cryotherapy. Yeah. The hyperbaric chamber helps me a lot. Like, you get in that thing, but nobody, not everyone can get in this thing. Like, you have to have someone who's like certified or a doctor at least, and you're like in there, and it's super oxygenated, and it, you get this like kind of. Was, I guess you get high. I don't know. I don't know how it works, but like you're in there and you're like, man, I feel so much better. Like say you were, say you would be sore for a week or a month or whatever. You're sore for like two, three days at most. Like if it was something like, you're like, oh, I feel this is soreness is not going away. It goes away like that. And it's just like, I don't know if this is real, but it helped. It helped me. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, so what do you think about like, I guess cryo and all these other things? Um, truthfully, I personally, I don't feel like I've ever really needed a whole lot of that. I really Mm -hmm. just, um, I mean, I'll get a massage every now and then, but like mostly just because it feels good and I like it. Not because like, you like it. I mean, I know it does help. I hate it. Really? I hate (laughs) it. I'm like, oh, please don't start. Please don't, don't do, like, it hurts so bad. To me, it hurts, like. Being massaged? It hurts me. <laughs> it hurts. Like, when I do it, it's like, it's like going, I don't know, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a bad day. Like, it's going to, it's going to be bad, but it's going to be good afterwards, right? And it's yeah. like, I go in there, I'm like, this is going to hurt. Oh, no, what are you doing? You know, it, to me, it's like, you know, I, it's like, um, I don't want to be like offensive, but I feel like it's like me giving birth or something. Like I'm about to die. <laughs> and people are like, and they're like, why? Why do you act like that? I'm like, it hurts. Like, no, I feel so good. I'm like, maybe I have too many this and that or knots or whatever, but it hurts like heck to me. Like it doesn't feel good to be pressured like that. I rather, I don't know. It just doesn't feel good to me. It's like one of the worst pains I've ever felt. And it's like, but people are like find pleasure in pain, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how people. Yeah. So, but yeah, I look at that. I'm like, no, not doing that. But you should definitely try all these things. I always find, I always find it fun to just try them. Like maybe once you just try crowd therapy. Maybe once try this. Maybe once try that. I'm like, because it might or might not help you, but usually it's not going to like hurt you. Like I haven't had any issues with crowd therapy, like hurting me. Also, it's like yeah, for sure. Also, even like it is gonna do something. Like I know it's gonna give you that. Ah, like it feels weird. It feels weird. After. <laughs> it's also, it's also honestly just too cold. Like you know, two hundred degrees <laughs> below zero. Oh, for three minutes. Ha, that's gonna be fun. I don't know. I don't know. I'm such an advocate of these things. I'm like, you know, if that doesn't work, I don't think acupuncture works either. But people swear by the by their mothers like hey this is the best thing you can do I'm like really same thing with crowd yeah. i'm like really so like, yeah to be honest i just really don't care a whole lot about that like i just i know like foam rolling works for me mm-hmm. so that pretty much like that makes me feel good it makes my muscles less sore so like that's what i do you know and then get the right foods in and things like that. So yeah, <laughs> I don't really, I'm not super into all those methods, but um, I'm not opposed to them either. Like you said, like I would do it, but I probably wouldn't like rely on it to make me, to fix me. You know, um, I've been to the, I sprained my back in high school and went to the chiropractor um, and, you know, they would like adjust me and I was like, I mean, that felt good, but like it kind of hurt. And then like, but then they would do, um, I don't know what it's called. Those things where you, I think it's like, ah, I forgot what they're called, but you stick like the sticky things on your like back or wherever you're hurting. And then like, basically you just turn it on it like vibrates. Magic. So they would do that. <laughs> I, call that magic, I call that magic tape. Cause yeah. Yeah. Cause that's what it works. is. Yeah. I don't either, but it feels, it feels good. So like, I think that helped more than like him adjusting me. But like, I mean, I guess he did do like the x-rays and everything to see what was wrong. So, but honestly, I probably like healed on my own, you know? So. Do you remember those bracelets that like people used to wear and they were like 20, 30 bucks? The balance ones? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I have one of those. That's ridiculous. I I thought it was a cool kid. 
And, you know, you know, I just wanted to fit in in life. You know, <laughs> that's my whole point of life, you know, just fitting in. And I took one of those. I was like, man, I spent 30 bucks on this. <laughs> Check this out. I'm balanced. I can lift more. I can do all these things. <laughs> I was like looking at it. I was like, oh, this probably cost them like 50 cents or 25 cents to make. They just made three, four, no, uh, 30,000% profit. It's like, oh. I got scammed, <laughs> threw that thing away, <laughs> never saw it again. Like, yeah. But it gave you like a positive mindset if you believed the ads. The ads were like super awesome. Like they're like, get pumped, get this, get that, run it down. You are balanced. And it had like, you know, all the athletes <laughs> on there and just like, Shh. yeah, things sparkled and all that stuff. And they had cool colors and but 30 bucks. I think your best like mindset to have when going about buying that stuff is just like if it seems like it probably doesn't work then it probably doesn't you know like if it seems a little crazy like it probably is like because I feel like most um most like solid things that come out that actually do work in this industry there's like a there's like things that come out leading up to it you know it's never just like all of a sudden like we're gonna this crazy thing is going to come out like no like you know we have supplements we have like powders and stuff and like there's going to be some new ones that come out but like I don't know I feel like that's different than being like oh okay here's this bracelet that's going to like completely change your training you know like if it seems completely crazy then it probably is if you don't want to sit there and do the research on it you know but Um, we like crazy crazy people like I'm like (laughs) Like, I think you're crazy for trying to be an RD. Like, you're very crazy to me. <laughs> oh, she's going to be an RD. That's, that is a savage move to me. Like, Why is that crazy? <laughs> that is something, like, of course, it's, first of all, it's difficult. First of all, you're going to make a lot of mistakes. Second of all, like, I have a thousand reasons of, like, why not to be an RD in my mind. <laughs> like, like. Like, it's all these things. Of course, I know it's a bad mindset for that. But, like, to me, it's like, no. What if I make a mistake? What if I don't know what I'm talking about? What if new research comes out and I'm, like, so behind and people, I just can't catch up? You know, what if I talk to the wrong people? Like, I go through a billion bad scenarios. Of course, I can go through the good scenarios. but That's such a terrible mindset. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I can never meet RDs. It's like, you know. <laughs> And also, I'm not confident in, like, like I wouldn't be confident in the words I say. Like, I would be like, yeah, maybe that'll work for you. Might not. It might not. It might. It totally might not. Like, it might absolutely wreck your body. But <laughs> I didn't do You know, this is what's recommended right now. Yeah? <laughs> That's kind of how I felt, like, when I was going about nursing. I was uh-huh. like, I mean, I know I'd only been in gen eds, but I'd been in, like, a lot of science. And I was like, I've been in here for two years and like I still don't know like what to say like so like like I didn't know anything about like medicine and honestly like I really didn't care like I just I think that was the biggest sign it was like I didn't like I would never get on and read like I, I never like read stuff in regard that related to nursing you know like like I do now with like nutrition stuff so yeah I think it's just like you want to learn more when you love it. And, you know, and now like I'm able to, you know, take in information and make inferences and draw conclusions and be like, if I don't know what something means, like I know how to find out, you know? And if like, I I don't know, it's just like the more knowledge you gain, the easier it is, but obviously not everyone wants to do that. So we have to be there to say, you know, Hey, this, we're going to try this for you. And, it's just, I guess it's hard to, I guess it's hard to be honest to people and also, and also, I don't know, and also be simplistic, like not com- complicate things for them. Um, and I think it's stressful when you have to try like certain weight loss methods with people and like it might not work, whether that's not, whether they're not able to stick with it or whether it's just like, not gonna work well for their body you know um I I don't know it's just it's just hard to explain to people like because I feel like if you do trial and error with someone then they're like oh you don't know what you're talking about and that's not necessarily true because 
I guess no, like a lot of people don't really know what they're talking about in this industry because, you know, we don't have that solid research about everything, um, about most things. So, yeah, I, I feel like we keep coming back to like the research, but yeah, it, it's just, it's a crazy industry. So I get, I guess I get why you'd be scared to go into it. Um, what are you, what are you doing? We haven't even talked about that. You said, I know you're into fitness, but like, um, I don't know. I'm a, I don't, I don't know what to call myself. Like I'm a, like, I love so many things. Like I love nutrition. Like I would love to be an RD, but it takes so much time. And also I don't want to hurt people. Like it's not like I don't want to hurt people, but like, I just don't want to be in the situation where like I sound like an idiot and also I'm not, I'm just not confident in like, like that's what I think probably makes a difference between me and you is like, you probably like when you say something to someone like flexible dieting is like, you have that kind of like confidence in like this works because you've experienced it to me. It's like, even if it worked for me, I'd be like, Oh no, sorry, dude. That might not work. Let's try this. Let's try. Like I'm all about trial and error. Click the button. If the button don't work, if the button messes you up, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to click that button. I meant to click it, but I just <laughs> people look at me and I'm like, yeah, but you, you've done all this. You've done all that. So, but yeah, I, I, I guess. Don't, I don't know. I guess what I like, why I feel like I can be confident in that is because like. I feel like if I lack confidence when I tell someone mm-hmm. something like that, especially if I'm talking to someone, which like I would never, I mean, I'm not a coach, but I would never go about like coaching someone with really bad disordered eating or something like that. But I know like I have friends and I talk to people that are being very, very restrictive and like they're not seeing results and they'll ask me what to do. And, you know, I can tell them what I experienced. And I think I'm confident in that because I know that they're in, that it's going to be better than where they are now, first of all, for them. And then second of all, like, if I tell them and they see that I'm lacking confidence in what I tell them, they're probably not going to do it. So, you know, putting them in that place where, like, okay, they're reversing, they're getting out of, like, restrictive habits, um, I think that is better for them overall than um, maybe, you know, making some mistakes and, yeah, and making some mistakes um, and then yeah. they're not working for them, you know. Also, I'm super intense. Like, not super intense. Like, I'm super <laughs> excited about things. Like, people get like people are like, "Why are you so excited about this?" Like, well, it's out now. It's here. It's time. It's the moment. And people are just like, <laughs> "What? Do you, don't do that. Stop. Relax. Chill out." I'm like, I'm just such an intense person. And if I coach someone, like I. I know I would be a good coach or nutrition, you know, registered dietitian, but then I also make jokes. And, you know, <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> but when you're making jokes, it's like, oh, I don't know what your background. Like, I don't know what jokes you like and don't like. And if this is <laughs> like, I'd be very offensive as an RD. I'd be making jokes and I'd be like, oh, damn, did I hurt his feelings? Probably did. <laughs> I have to apologize now. I'd be apologizing almost every other week. Like, if I had to see like, a <laughs> week, and I, I would mess up at least once. At least once. I just, I think with like, as far as patience goes, I would just want to like get, I would just kind of want to get a vibe for them, you know, before I started mm-hmm. being super like that, I guess. And I want to be myself always, but like, obviously there's a more masked version of myself versus like when I'm with my best friends and stuff like that. So, um, yeah um I know like having Kendall as a coach I this is how I'd want to be if I was ever coached but like she was very like super structured with me like the first like month or so and then like you know we like I'd text her all the time ask her questions and stuff like that and um she was just very like we just got to know each other and then we met in person you know and we hung out and like I feel like that that makes it a lot more like that like now she'll put like like she'll put like this, like she'll put like a really hard burnout in like my split and be like, LOL after like, cause it's gonna suck, you know, like she'll just put like weird stuff like that. And like, she knows I get that because like we're friends now, you know, but like, um, I don't know. I guess some people would just want like, I guess it's important to show like 
that you're a professional first before you start being a total goof, you know? So I guess it's finding that balance between like making people feel comfortable and making people trust you, but also like not losing your credibility. So dude, no, I cannot be professional. Like <laughs> I talked to a couple of business people on the podcast and I'm like, Oh, we can't be friends. <laughs> Like you didn't laugh at any of my jokes I said. Like I said, like two at least two good jokes. Honestly, give me that. You know? I might have said twenty or thirty jokes in the in, in the time we were talking, but like at least two got a hit, you know. At least, <laughs> and they're like nothing. I got nothing out of that person. I was like, <sighs> I think we, we would be good professional people, but we can't be good friends. <laughs> my heart my heart breaks because like i know like like you're an amazing person and i'm an amazing person and we're you know it's like you know upsell it and we're like but we can't be friends because this this isn't working <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i don't know that's how i feel so that's why i can't be an art i would love <laughs> to learn more about nutrition and all that and become a nutritionist but <laughs> That seems if like you something. ever call yourself a nutritionist, we are not friends. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. What if it's like a joke? Like I always tell people, like, don't take my joke seriously. 